Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Teddy Bryan from bands Irvine and Moonlight Aura uh, coming at you live today. Um, you can find all of our music on www.urbine.com. That's www.urbyne.com. And you can buy all of our albums on any digital platform. That's Moonlight Aura and Irvine. Uh, to uh, bands in which this year we are actually... Uh, I've actually been devoting a lot of my time. That's why we haven't uh, spoken in such a while um, to the two new albums that we're putting out this year uh, for Moonlight Aura and Urban. The album for Moonlight Aura will be entitled Can I Come Home? Uh, it's a beautiful album that discusses uh, divorce, uh, misery, pain, and then finding happiness. And it's very, very retro as far as the music is concerned. And then my Irvine album, which is a contemporary jazz album, an acid jazz album, um, we have not entitled that yet. Um, looking forward to strumming through all the music to get that title. Maybe maybe you can help us to do that. But once again, please check out that music if you do get a chance on any digital platform. We're on SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, uh, IG. Today, I'm not here to really talk too much about me. I want to really speak on today. Uh, once again, you guys know I am a huge, huge fan of the 80s. Um, born in 1984, I think the 80s easily to me is the best era of music. Um, some may say the 70s, but I just think the feel uh, that we're in those times, uh, we will honestly never really get again. Um, people were original they used their own voice. Great songwriters. We had great jazz. We had great soul. We had great funk. We had great R&B. We had amazing rock music. We had just otherworldly pop music. Especially, um, we talked about in one of my segments about uh, 80s UK pop. Such an amazing thing. But today I want to speak on... Um, keeping in tune with the 80s and how great the musicians were, how great the music was, how uh, Prince changed everything, how Michael changed everything. Um, I want to speak on originality today. Originality, yes. Um, mainly in vocalization. When we think of music, one of the greatest parts of any song Maybe besides the songwriting, for me as an artist, is hearing that sound that makes the hair stand up on the back of my, my neck. You know, you get those goosebumps. And normally that sound comes from the vocals of whatever artist I may be listening to. And the reason why I say that, when you really think about it, artists today, I don't think they're taking enough time on the craft of using their vocals as an instrument. I did a podcast once on Marvin Gaye. I hope you guys go check that out as well. Um, but I talked about his use of vocalization and how amazing his range was. And as an, a young artist, I'm talking five years old, I always knew I wanted to sing like Marvin Gaye. I, I knew that if I, could, if I could sing like him, that I can sing anything. And with me having a deeper voice, it really helped me to 
learn that I can sing in any octave that I choose to sing in as long as I practice. And I think that is something that's missing. And, 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 and not only that, getting back to the originality part, although I want to sing like Marvin Gaye, I did not want to be him per se. You have to be yourself. You have to use him as a tool to set your vocals to another level, but then be yourself in your music. You don't want to just be a, a Marvin Gaye copycat. Uh, by God knows we have enough of that. Um, but I think that is a major issue today. That be it any genre. First off, R&B, I don't even believe exists anymore, especially not in mainstream music. I think in underground, we have some exquisite uh, artists, some otherworldly, extraordinary artist. Um, I think rock music, it, it, it just does not exist. I, that's not a thing, that's a, that's a fact. It just does not exist anymore. Um, to find it, you, you gotta go back to the days when rock was just amazing. You know, the 80s and the 90s, especially uh, when we get down to indie rock and what that did. Um, but what I loved about the eras of the 80s and, and, and the 90s, artists were original to bite someone else's style was unheard of even in the 70s especially in jazz where they wanted so many uh, artists to kind of sound alike no one was with that no one was uh, miles davis um <laughs> was a, was in a league of his own dizzy galepsi was in a league of the, his own you know these artists although played the trumpet to a degree that i can't even explain um it, they, you could tell who they were when they were playing. It wasn't like, oh, who is that? I don't know. That's because these guys understood the importance of being original and being yourself. Now, that's just with playing an instrument. Take uh, Grover Washington Jr. and uh, Gato Babietti, which are my two favorite saxophone players of all time. Um, my father... Um, would slap me for saying that. He would say, why am I not your favorite sax player? My father, uh, Norm the Storm Bryant, uh, is an amazing uh, saxophone player as well. And it's because of him that I'm a musician today. Um, it's because of him all of my siblings are musicians. Um, but I'll, I'll say this, when you listen to Gato, when you listen to Grover Washington Jr., you can tell the difference. There is a difference. Yet, each one is very unique. Each one could even be playing the same horn. I believe Gato was a tenor sax player. Just, but he made that tenor sing. It was almost as if he was speaking through that sax. In the same like manner, Grover. I can't tell you, I cannot tell you what his music meant to all saxophone players. But I knew when I listened to it, I knew it was Grover Washington. I didn't have to second guess it. And once again, we're just talking about instruments here. Now, just imagine if I can tell the difference in an instrument being played by a certain musician. Just imagine when it comes to your vocals. I could tell the difference in the 80s between an I'll Be Sure, an El DeBarge, you know, a Ralph Tresvant. I can tell the difference between an Alexander O'Neill. I'm giving you guys gems here, you know. 
the beauty of all four of those artists I just named musically, it sculpted a lot of artists that I know very personally today, but they were distinctly them. You can tell them apart. You know, now if let's think of some female artists that I vocally I think are just out of this world. Shaka Khan. I wish to be trained by this woman. She is an amazing musician, an amazing drummer, by the way. Um, but her vocals, when they touched a song, it became the song. It wasn't just her laying a few uh, two notes to a track. It, it wasn't just her thinking about a paycheck. You can tell it by how she sang that song. But guess what? It was originally uniquely her, Patti LaBelle, in the same like manner. When you hear Patti, you know it's Patti. You know it's her. Anita Baker. Anita Baker. I always say she is the female James Ingram or Michael McDonald, two of my favorite uh, male vocalists. But uh, Anita Baker... I'm going to do a show on her. I'm going to do a, a podcast on her very, very soon. But you knew it was her when she sang. When you heard Sade, when you heard Sade, my favorite female vocalist of all time, her music was what I was listening to in my head before I even listened to her music. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how she scoped my musicianship as an artist. And I will do a, a podcast on her as well, so we won't get too much into it. But when you listen to these uh, female vocals that I just mentioned, you knew it was them. It was distinctly them. It was original. They weren't biting each other. They weren't trying to sound like something they were not. And that is the difference in the music today. Everyone from rap, from I guess you can call it R&B to, I don't know. I, genres today don't even make sense anymore. All I know is that everyone sounds the same. Every female vocalist to me, especially in uh, Caucasian pop music, everyone tries to sound like uh, Amy Winehouse, that they want that unique sound. Amy was... Uh, a great vocalist, and she enjoyed the sounds of the late 50s and 60s of, uh, of these amazing jazz singers, such as uh, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Nina Simone, that unique sound. And she kind of brought that back to the forefront. And then when she passed, people, I feel, uh, piggybacked on her success and was like, she made a lot of money doing this. Um, she was very well known for this sound, so let me take it and use it as well. And I don't take anything from Adele. Um, I think she's uh, talented. I do think there are other female vocalists who are extraordinarily more talented than she is. But um, I think she kind of ran with the style. And then when she did it, people said, oh, Adele, Adele's making a ton of money doing this. Uh, she sounds this way. I can do the same. And this is what record companies do. They follow the money. They don't follow the talent. They don't want to allow that artist to grow, to be themselves vocally, to be themselves artistically, to be themselves as a musician. They just follow the money. Sound like this, you'll make a lot of money. 
And then what happens is you get song after song after song after song that sound exactly the same. Every artist, it sounds like, when you listen to the radio, it's like, it just sounds like one continuous song. And that's just with pop music. When you look at rap, it's it's the same exact thing. It's the pity papata ba pity papata ba pity papata ba. It's it's even the beats. It's the same eight oh eights. Like switch it up. I just want to let everyone know there is a difference between rap and hip hop, and we're going to have that discussion uh, very soon as well. I'm back on my game, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to really release these these podcasts. But I want to stress once again why it's very important to be original. Be yourself. I applaud artists like Dame Funk. That's D-A-M, Funk. I applaud artists like Lewis Cole. I applaud artists like Thundercat. These artists, to me, are the ones who are paving the way for new musicians and new artists. Um, There's so much, so much to be done in the music world. And if you are an artist who is trying to do your best to get involved in this business, my suggestion to you, home in on your skills. Home in on it. Be the best musician that you can possibly be. If you are a vocalist, be the best vocalist that you can possibly be. If you have a favorite artist and that person has helped you to sing, that's totally fine. But when it comes down to making your music, be 100% you. And I promise you, no matter what any AR rep tells you, no matter what any record label tells you, people will flock to your music. It hasn't failed me. Be yourself. Be original. Be authentic. Be genuine. And use your imagination. Use your imagination. If you have an imagination that is wild like mine, there will be no end to your music. Prince was able to do what he did because of his amazing imagination. He was able to write the songs that he wrote. He was able to play the music that he played. He was able to pick up the instruments that he picked up because of his imagination and because he really honed in on being original. Being original, being authentic, being uniquely you. There's only one you. Do you to the best of your ability. Well, folks, very, very soon, we'll be getting back into this podcast game. Um, Our next podcast will be on, as I promised, Anita Baker. So please stay tuned. Um, Stay original. Stay authentic. Stay genuine. Stay love and peace and unity to all. And once again, look out for these albums from Moonlight Aura and Urbine, please stop by our website, www.urbine, that's U-R-B-Y-N-E.com. Check us out on SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Much love, y'all.